love you. Welcome back to the Couch Potatoes for another Batman playlist. In the last of this uh, yeah. this series of the Batman playlist, we're going to take a tiny bit of a break, head back to some uh, some James Bond. That'll That's be exciting. Right. I have already but, watched uh, the movie I am, for that. I'm a little head. Nice. I have not. I have not yet. I am the Green Traveler from Gorsh. And I am the Faces Leon. Welcome to... Green Faces on the Couch, a podcast about movies and TV, and this is about this Batman movie called Batman, The Mystery of the Batwoman. <gasps> Woman. Oh, shit. Yeah. And, uh, uh, I won't spoil who the Batwoman is just yet, but, uh... Well, she's voiced by... The... Yes, yeah. Yeah. Kira Sedgwick, That's the great, right. uh... I, I think she's in. I gotta look it up. I think it's called The Closer. Yes, The Closer on TNT. Yeah, uh, one of my mom's favorite shows for a while. I don't know if she's still considered the favorite show, but I, I assume she does. Uh, so yeah, I did. That's the one. You know, where that's she, the only thing I know her. That's the one where she like is good at getting people to confess or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. She closes cases or something like that. Uh, mom watched it i i read uh, while it was on television i didn't i didn't really care for those kind of shows um but that's the only thing i know kira sedgwick from but yeah she she voices the batwoman that's exciting uh but this version of batwoman is uh unlike any i've ever seen yeah i've never seen this uh, movie before never i can't if i've seen this movie before i blocked it out of my memory so hard Uh, there's no way that i've seen it but yet, some of the animation seemed familiar. It's like the show, except for like they, I don't know. It's a little, it's a little different. It's definitely an, a different, maybe a different animator, or they're playing with their style a little bit. But I can't say that I yeah necessarily care for it. It's it's supposed to feel like the same style, but it it doesn't. Yeah, it feels very. It feels very weird. This whole this whole movie felt a little weird. Yeah, and like from the very opening credits, honestly. Um, but what I, what I was gonna say though is the the only version of Batwoman that I know is the the current one. Yeah, the redhead and the you know I read a lot of DC Rebirth when they were doing their Rebirth era, and I can't remember her name. Kate Kane. Her last name was Kane. Kate Kane. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that that's the only version I know, and she was like Batman's cousin. Well, sorry, Bruce Wayne's cousin. Yeah, and you know her dad was a colonel and also a, a villain slash antihero kind of thing. So like, there's you know there's a lot of fun stories that I read with her, and and she's a lot sterner than Batman, which is oh, hilarious because yeah. like you know <laughs> Batman's already a cold-hearted son bitch, and you know you get you don't have any kind of leeway with yeah. Kate. She was just like. My way or the highway. In kind the of person. show, at the very least, she's military trained. But yeah, I don't know yeah. if that's the case in the comics. Oh right, they did make a CW show. They did. I, I haven't watched the second and I think third season where they completely yeah, replaced they who was playing Kate Kane. Actually, <laughs> yeah. I, I think that Kate Kane is out of the show and it's a completely different character. Um, oh really? Yeah, which I yeah, don't they got know if they're. What's her name? Rose something. I can't remember. Yeah, uh, Rose is all I can remember. I feel like that's her last name, too. <laughs> you might be oh, well. right. 
Yeah, I like I, yeah, just I I don't remember her from uh John Wick and she doesn't really have much acting to do in John Wick. Like she's just hit man with a gun. <laughs> I did pull up uh the uh, the history and uh apparently Kathy came uh Batwoman was introduced during the Silver Age of uh huh. the comics. So it is an older character. Back in 96, apparently she came back around. and But that was Alex Rose. And I think... No, it, I'm sorry. I thought I said Alex Rose portrayed. But it says presents. So ignore that. <clears throat> um, <laughs> they don't give a, a name for that Batwoman. It must be the same Batwoman. I was just trying to find where this movie comes in. DC Bombshells. I don't even know if that... Yeah, DC Bombshells was fun. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I like the outfit specifically. They had a lot of good uh, World War II style changes to a lot of the female character outfits. Loved it. Lots of awesome cargo pants, some really cool utility belts. It was great. Great shit. But I did find that... uh, the CW's Kate Kane was Ruby Rose. That was her name. That's her name. Ruby Rose. But well, uh, this movie, this one, Mystery of the Batwoman. Yeah. Uh, pretty much three new women enter Batman's life around the time that a new vigilante comes to Gotham. That's right. And she is a, she's a brutal vigilante. Batwoman is. She she doesn't care for criminal life. She's willing to kill if she has to. And, you know, she, she has this awesome little uh, Green Goblin-like jet that she yeah. flies around on. It you know, it's kind of exactly like that surfer like thing. that Green he, Goblin jet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like 100%, except this one's like black and maybe a little silver. <laughs> oh, by the way, her, I, I, her suit, just to put it out there, is like a mix yeah. of that Batwoman suit and the Batman Beyond suit. Yeah, we had the same. We had the same like brain path because you you said that right when I was about to say that I love her fucking outfit. Yeah, it's good. It's just it's uh it's <clears throat> it's also like a grayer black, right? Then yeah, it's very gray, yeah, and I really like that. Yeah, yeah, and I I really liked it. You know, even though it's it's very form fitting, and you know they always do that with women where it's just like books them in form fitting oh, clothes. Yeah, so Batman, and also like form fitting clothes. So all the women in this verse have like you can see their spinal cord under their rib cage yeah yeah yeah, pretty much yeah it's bad but yeah he he has to figure out who this new woman uh this new vigilante is this batwoman as well as you know the again there's three new women in his life there is uh there's kathy duquesne who is the daughter of a a hired uh, one of the hired guards so the, the big the big villains of this movie are the penguin and somebody else uh, uh bane is in it rupert rupert thorne it was rupert thorne yeah rupert thorne um, that's right uh and also they're working with carlton duquesne du- yeah they hire it? they hire carlton to, to um protect them to to hunt down the the batwoman i believe because the right. batwoman's causing issues with their with their business and I do want to give a shout out, uh, Rupert Thorne, by the way, he's voiced by John Vernon, but I want to give out a shout out to the Penguin voice actor, David Ogden Steers, 
Uh, that's that's Charles Emerson Winchester the Third from Mash. Oh, okay, uh, love him. Uh, I did. I <laughs> yeah, thought David it was an interesting series. choice for the Penguin. I think the best part of his performance to me is uh, how he'll just drop like a penguin pong and, and just leave it there. Like, yeah, it's not <laughs> yeah, like yeah. it's not like oh, penguin pong. <laughs> he's he's more <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's he's j- like a touch more serious, but obviously says these goofy jokes and with the intention of it being a joke right but it's just drier yeah i love that too his penguin overall not the greatest it's fine it's a good you know it's a good character still but yeah he's not the not the greatest penguin we've ever seen it's most i did i did enjoy his ability to deliver a joke it's like the penguin mixed with mr peanut (laughs) yeah I like it. <laughs> I like it. And Batman, of course, always voiced by Kevin Conroy. There is no better Batman out there. Fight me on that. <laughs> um, and since I mentioned Kathy Duquesne, she's played by Kimberly Brooks. And Carlton Duquesne, Jesus, I'm sorry, is Kevin Michael Richardson. Right. Uh, OCD. I got I to gotta give shout outs to everybody, I guess. Um, but yeah, Kathy is the daughter of hired guard Carlton Duquesne. Carlton Duquesne, in, his, in and of his own right, is a, you know, bigger businessman you know he's got a lot of uh a lot of business he's important um and he's just but he's he's seen by as muscle by penguin and yeah i think he like runs the group of enforcers i yeah i think that's right Yeah. yeah and and bruce oddly enough even though kathy seems very much his junior uh he begins a relationship with her um, it's also implied, and I'm sorry to the people out there who love this relationship. I'm, I, I'm sorry. I think you're weird and also wrong. But yeah. at the beginning of this uh, movie, it implies a relationship between Bruce Wayne and Barbara Gordon, it, that girl. Yeah, but it's more like Barbara's super into him. She's off at college, and yeah. she misses. Well, she misses her little, uh, pl- uh, you know, play date with batman yeah and she's like oh wait yeah, i'm actually super weird. into him she keeps on calling him and flirting with him and he keeps on being like uh yeah b- bye barbara <laughs> yeah yeah he has, <laughs> he has that moment at the beginning it's so hilarious it's so out of like it, it feels very out of character for batman but like he's on the phone with her and he's just like trying to get off the phone because she's starting to get horny yeah and he's just like pulls out a paper and he starts crinkling yeah. it and he's just like oh we're in a uh-huh. tunnel barbara gotta go bye <laughs> and, and, Tim and then like Drake's he cuts like, to alfred uh, and alfred's like i think that worked <laughs> Yeah, Tendry's like, yeah, good one, Batman. And, and Alfred's just like, another daring escape for you, sir. <laughs> but I don't like that relationship. No. I'm going to be up front. I don't like Bruce Wayne and Barbara Gordon. It feels fucking weird. I like Barbara Gordon and Dick Grayson. Damn it. And uh, I think I said Bruce Grayson. Bruce Grayson. Bruce Wayne and Barbara Gordon. <laughs> Bruce Grayson. I don't know. Dick Bruce. But th- another weird thing I found out, though, because I was investigating it. Um, this movie takes place uh, just before the flashback scene of the last film we watched, The Return of the Joker. So, like, Return of the Joker has a big flashback where, you know, all the big shit happens in the right. storyline um, that we talked about in last uh, last week's episode. 
this movie takes place just before that, not too long before that, I guess, before that flashback scene. So that happened and so it's part during of the, uh, Barbara's summer vacation. Then, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I do like. I do want to mention, like, she's in this movie, but she does not actually play a part in no in it. Yeah, she's <laughs> no, she's just the phone call at the beginning for that weird thing. Yeah, and uh, she is voiced by Tara Strong, who I always love, but. Again, very small part. The weird thing I found out, though, is this makes it part of the Batman Beyond universe, right? So, mm-hmm. apparently, I haven't wa- I haven't watched Batman Beyond since I was a kid. I do not remember this at all. But apparently, Bat- uh, Bruce Wayne and Barbara Gordon have a kid in Batman Beyond. Oh. Do I remember just- this? Weird. Weird to me. Okay, but like listen, it. I feel like in Batman Beyond, they, I mean, they're so much older. There's just so much time that passed. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> and maybe that's why but, they, that's like the only reason they did it was because. And that's why Nightwing went to Bloodhaven. Yeah. That's why he was just like, much, nope, I'm out. It's odd. <laughs> Nope, it's weird. I do not like it. It's not my favorite ro- uh, relationship. Um, I'm all about the bat and the cat. Let's be honest. Like, yeah, I love that's that. True. And you know, but it, um, Talia is pretty cool too, or Natalia, whatever. Talia, yeah, Talia Ghoul, Damien's mom. Yeah. But see, that's the thing. He's already got to have a kid with her. Yeah. Let him be in a relationship with the cat now. <laughs> she's got she's got her weird shit going on she's got to lead the league of assassins and everything like come on but we do have to talk about this movie that's basically the batman dating yes. show yeah because that's the other thing is there's other women that come into his life uh not in relationship form but uh well, kathy there's definitely that we already taught kathy though i was i was talking to the other two women Dr. Roxanne Rocky Valentine, yes. played by Kelly Ripa, which was a surprise. I don't know. Um, if I for me, at least. Recognize Re- I think that's oh, Regis from- and Kelly. Oh, right? really? You're right. Yeah. Jeez. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess Excuse it's no longer Regis. Hell, it's not even It's not even Michael Strahan and Kelly. It's. I think they, that's done too. I think so. Kelly and Michael, whatever they call that. I don't fucking know. Jeez. Crazy. <laughs> But I don't remember much about Rocky's story. She had uh, something she, to do with her fiance. Uh, there, I yes, her fiance is in prison for something that I th- I think the idea oh, is that he didn't right. do it, and she is yeah. you know holding the out that he's going to get up. out, but he's he's like, no, you can't come back here, Rocky. You can't. And Rocky is this doctor. She's a doctor of science. And she goes and presents something at Wayne Tech, and it's this like moldable shifting metal that you can, right? Yeah, control with electromagnetic waves or something. This is something crazy. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, but and she's yeah, really she, that's that's right. I forgot all about her. She's really klutzy and and cute though too. At the same time. Yeah. Yeah, and, and then the, the other woman is uh, Detective Sonia Alcana, who is, uh, what's his name? Harvey, Harvey yeah, uh, Bullock. Bullock. Yeah, Bullock. Yeah. Uh, Bullock's, I guess I could look at the fucking cast list. I have it right in front of me. Jesus. 
Yeah, it's our, uh, yeah Harvey Bullock's partner. Uh, Harvey is played by Robert Costanzo, and Sonia Alcana is played by Elisa Gabrielli, uh, voiced by, I should say. And so that's that's the big mystery is, you know, he's trying to stop the Penguin and Rupert Thorne from whatever weird business they're doing, he being Batman, of course. And at the same time, he's trying to determine the identity of Batwoman while also awkwardly falling in love with uh, the daughter of a criminal yeah. and having two other women in his life who he's like, you could all be Batwoman because you're all randomly in my life at the same time. But I yeah. don't know which one of you it is. And he's got to tiptoe yeah. around and be Batman and sleuth and everything while at the same time be Bruce Wayne and fall in love. And it's interesting. It I will is, say this film is it, interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if I even give it that personally. <laughs> uh, I, I did want to mention, because we said their names, uh, Tim Drake Robin is played by Eli Marienthal and... Um, Alfred Pennyworth is Ephraim Zimbalist oh, yes. Jr. Always, always Ephraim. Love him. Good guy. And we did mention also that Bane is in he it. Is you, in were, it. Uh, you, you mentioned that, and that's because eventually Penguin and Rupert lose faith in Carlton, so they want to hire in a new muscle to stop the Batwoman, and that muscle is Bane, played by Hector Elizondo. Yep. And, uh, he interesting. He's interesting. He's yeah. Let's actually talk about this band because I will say it's better than the last band we got. (laughs) Yeah. 100%. And like, I love, um, staying true to his nationality. Yeah. You know, um, I don't remember specifically, where Bane is from. It's like San Pedro or something like that. Yeah, I was. I'll, I think. Yeah, because I was gonna say San Paulo, so I think you're right. Something close. Let's Something find out. There, but it is obviously a fictional Santa, prison. Santa island. Prisca. Santa Prisca. They might have changed yes. it in um, the Nolan movie. I don't know. We're gonna get shot on. And he, he's. But he's very like he. He speaks Spanish. I don't know specifically if he is. Uh, you know, from Spain or if he's from somewhere in Central America or right. South America. I don't know where Santa Prisca is, but I love, you know, him still having that kind of um, vocal cadence. They hired Hector Elizondo, who is American. Now that I pulled that up. <laughs> I, think, I think that it is uh, somewhere in the Caribbean. Because it does not seem it's, to be too terribly far from Gotham. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. And Gotham in the in the show is in I think New Jersey, or in not not the show, but in DC canon is in New Jersey or somewhere in New. It's like, like on that. the East Coast. I've always just yeah. felt that is very much an East Coast city. Yeah, it's like it's like a New York Chicago yeah. blend kind of thing. Yeah, and. Uh, uh, by uh, Hector Elizondo, I racistly assumed was, uh, you know, not American, but he was actually American. He is from New York, but his parents were Puerto Rican. Okay, so well, that that's st- yeah. I personally consider that American. There have been a, a American territory for a very very long time. Right. Yeah, I can agree with that. 
But I like I like him having that that Bane having that you know uh, nationality still there and represented in this. And I also like him being intelligent. Yes, because. Bane is a very good villain. He's super intelligent. I've already mentioned this if on the I show before. I love Bane. Recall, he ends up actually taking over the Penguin and Thorn's operation. Because I remember them starting to complain. Pretty much, yeah. End. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why did we bring this yeah. guy in? Uh, but I want to say that it might be the ugliest version of Bane, Bane I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> so is also bad. true. That's also true. He looks, he's very rectangular yeah got a lot of boxes they gave him like the, the <laughs> jankiest biggest teeth ever like his head yeah, yeah. his oh head God, is bigger yeah. than his arms and he's supposed <laughs> to have really big arms right oh my gosh <laughs> yeah bane bane was definitely weird penguin was weird Rupert Thorne, like, I blink and miss him in this movie. Like, I mean, he's there and he definitely he has a good part, cards. but like, yeah, he, yeah, you don't really remember him at all. He doesn't do much besides just talk boldly every now and then. Yeah. But I do like the mystery of the Batwoman. Sorry, of the Batwoman. Um, <laughs> I like, you know, all of that, all that's going on there. Um, because you know it, it is a good it is a good mystery at the very least you know it's sure. the mystery of the Batwoman it's it's in the name and so like that part by itself is good I enjoy trying to piece it together myself before coming to like the the obvious you know inevitable end that you know once you've deduced what's going on who the Batwoman is you know it's like once you get there you're like okay yeah that is the only way it could be I like it you know it's in the movie kind of like. Once it plays all of its cards up front, it doesn't spend too much longer with it. It just gives you the answer, and I like that too. You know, I was like, "That's fine." You know, yeah. it, it 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 kept going. I liked how the the script just kept going, and that was nice. Uh, but the the relationship stuff, man, I just no. <laughs> and the and the animation as it, we talked about too. Yeah. It's just like I didn't. Yeah. I feel like. Uh, so I, I'm going to go ahead and go to my closing statements unless you think there's more to talk about before that. No, no, you're fine. Yeah, you're I, fine. I feel like there just is less to talk about in this movie. And that's because a majority of it is that relationship stuff that you're talking about. And it's not yeah. fun. I don't, I don't, I don't know who they're writing it for. Like it kind of felt like they're trying to open up Batman more to, to girls and, and, you know, I say that from the perspective of the company. Uh, obviously, anybody can be into Batman and trying to pander it towards uh, one gender right. or the other is stupid. Um, <clears throat> but it feels like that's what they're trying to do. And yeah, I and it, it just just felt dumbed down and it, like it was some <laughs> kind of, I don't know, high school mall drama, you know, and, and instead. Yeah. And I really just didn't care for it. I, I still give it a face because it was competent as a movie, I guess. I just just because I didn't like it doesn't mean it's super bad. But I don't really recommend it. If you're super into Batman, I, I don't recommend it. Like all of the side characters were there just to give really bad one-liners, like especially Tim Drake yeah. and Alfred. Um, Alfred and Barbara Gordon and Barbara Gordon, yeah. 
and there, so th- those three characters, which are supposed to be very important people in Bruce's life, the most important thing they do is nothing. Um, yeah. even even Jim Gor- uh, uh, yeah Jim Gordon and uh, Harvey Bullock, like Harvey's more in it than Jim is, but That's like true. even he doesn't have much to say. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a weird take on Batman. I feel like, and I I didn't really yeah. care for it. <clears throat> See, I didn't, I didn't hate it. That's the thing for me is like, I didn't hate it. I, you know, I watched it. I enjoyed that, that through plot with the, the through line or whatever you call it with, uh, um, with the Batwoman, the mystery of the Batwoman itself, mm-hmm. but everything around it, I just could not care yeah. for. Um, and, and as I mentioned at the very beginning, like it, it, this movie made me mad from the opening credits because it pops up saying, and I'm going to give a very, very, very bad history lesson here. Um, but it pops up saying Batman or characters of this, you know, created by Bob Kane. Yeah. Now all the other animators we've watched since then and the movies, I believe had said Bob Kane and Bill Finger. Uh, Bill Finger is basically the one who created most of what we actually know about Batman, the suit, Gotham itself, uh, the secret identity of Bruce Wayne, like a lot of shit about Bill Finger or a lot of, sorry, a lot of shit about Batman came from Bill Finger. The problem was he was a ghostwriter. Mm. You know, Bob Kane took a lot of credit for what Bill Finger wrote and drew, I assume. I don't know if Bob Finger drew as well, but, um, or Bill Finger. Um, but it's just, it's just sad because, you know, Bob Kane got all the recognition. He had, he got all the money and eventually, he took all the credit. You know, he started to basically try to cover up that anybody else made this character. Mm. And by the time Bill Finger died, you know, he didn't have anything. He had little to no recognition. People didn't even know who he was. His name wasn't included in things. Um, and Bob Kane was just getting all the power, all the recognition. He had a very, Bob Kane had a very posh, you know, rich lifestyle. And so it's just very sad. And I can't remember who sued, but eventually, there was like a, a big, I, I think it was a, a, a book first about uh, Bill Finger. Mm. Um, it's like the wonder, <laughs> I can't remember what they called it, but it was, it was a really good book. I read it as a kid uh, or teenager or whatever. And, you know, it was very fascinating. And then <clears throat> they went back in, I guess, and slowly started adding his name to everything. Uh, Bill Finger's. Because it was, had been left out. It had been buried, basically, right. his whole involvement. And so the, uh, it's like, I don't know if they just overlooked this one. I don't know if like we're watching this weird cut that still hasn't been edited or something. But it's just like, it pissed me off right at the beginning. Because I remember, you know, Bill Finger was the one truly behind Batman. And and again, this is a bad history lesson. Don't right. take anything I'm saying and, and Go pass it around. Up. Because, yeah, look it up yourself with your own viewpoint. Um this is just what I remember from the one book I read years ago. And it just, you know, I remember it being a sad story. And so it kind of just made me mad not to see his name included here. I was just like, what the fuck, you know? You know, I wonder um, if they didn't re-edit this one, like you said, because they um, it didn't do very well. And they didn't think there was much resale value in the work. Right. Maybe. <clears throat> yeah, maybe they're just like done with this one or just overlooking it. Um, if you do, if you do find, if, as you're searching the Bob Kane, Bill Finger, uh, situation, 
you find that you're like very interested in old comic book history and are just like i like that idea there's an amazing book called uh uh i think it's called the amazing adventures of somebody in clay uh cavalier cavalier and clay it's by michael shabon and highly recommend checking that out that's a fascinating book it's it's two guys the whole two title cousins again? uh I think it's the Amazing Adventures of Cavalier and Clay. Let me look it up real quick. I mean, I could just walk over my stupid bookshelf. Yeah, it's the Amazing Adventures of Cavalier and Clay by Michael Chabon. C H A B O N. Shape. Cool. Like, I love that book. I, I think I read it earlier this year, maybe late last year. Um, but it's about two cousins who are in, in the the prime of comic books right when they you know marvel starts growing it's like early it's war times like early 40s and they create this character or or i can't remember what the character if it's cavalier i don't remember i don't remember the book that well i don't remember the the specific details that is you read it it really dives into i do (laughs) (laughs) but it really dives into this this amazing world of you know the the beginning of comic books and how it was to be a comic book writer back then and also have other people take credit for your characters and your work because mm-hmm. i think one of them is pretty much a ghost writer or loses like rights to his characters and that kind of stuff i don't remember gotcha. but fascinating novel also check out that bill finger book i might as well just look that up real quick as well Ooh, they made a documentary film on it it's on hulu it's called Batman and Bill. Okay, yeah, I think I've seen the thumbnail for that. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, I might have to check that out too. What is the, the Bill the Boy Wonder? Bill the Boy Wonder, the secret co-creator of Batman by Mark Tyler Nobleman. That was the book I read. Okay. So, you know, that's that was that was this book or this movie's opening was irritating me because it left Bill Finger out. Because it just said created by Bob King. I literally had to rewind the film just to make sure I didn't miss it so that I could bitch about it and make sure I bitched about it on the podcast. Right. Because <laughs> I got like I got like five minutes past the opening credits and I was like furiously writing a note. It's like, make sure you talk about this. And I was like, all right, maybe I missed it. Maybe I missed it. So I backed the whole movie up just so I could watch the credits again and be like, yes, I'll fucking write you. You're not there. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and the movie never really picked back up after that initial irritation. You know, I, again, I like the mystery, but everything else about it was just kind of like, all right. So, I, you know, it, it's fine. And where fine falls on my list is a two and a half star. So that's what it gets. It's fine. It's It's fine. I'll give it it's fine. It's just I didn't really care for it. If you know nothing about Batwoman, I think it's less aggravating. Um <laughs> true. <laughs> but if you know nothing about Batwoman, just go out and pick up some of those DC Rebirth books. Like yeah. check out the DC Rebirth era. I don't I don't know how the overall comic book world feels about DC Rebirth, but I think it's a, a pretty solid jumping on point for a lot of readers, so right. <laughs> Uh, it, it, and you know, uh, the, I, 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 I don't know. They obviously dumped the new 52, but that's not super huge either. If you want to check that out. Uh, that's true. Yes. Yeah, so it was pretty well 
well, I say pretty well wrapped up, but it was, um, you know, that's another good jumping on point. They yeah. had, they've had a lot of decent jumping on points the last two decades. Like they've, they've been trying to get readers interested again. Right. Sadly, I'm, I'm out of money. Otherwise I'd still be reading them. Right. And I feel like a lot of people are probably in that boat, but I think on that sad note, and those recommendations. Let's focus on the recommendations. Um, <laughs> on that note, I think <laughs> we'll end our show. How, what do you think? Indeed. I, I think you are right. Uh, thank you all for listening. Always lovely to have you here. And again, this was the end of the uh, the Batman playlist. I forgot we usually, when we end oh, that's right. playlists that like this, we... Yeah, my favorite would probably be, still be Mask of the Phantasm. That's a pretty good one. Um, You know, honestly, I really like that Batman Beyond movie. Um, It's just got that darker feel, more serious feel. Um, And uh, I I know it's like not the traditional choice, maybe, but it would would be between that and Batman with Jack Nicholson as the Joker. That movie is pretty fucking good. It really is pretty fucking good. You know what? I'm it, just going to switch it to that came one. Down to... I think it's that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, for me, it came down to, to Mask of the Phantasm versus that that one, Batman, the first Michael Keaton. But it's got to be it's got to be Mask of the Phantasm. That one just that's nostalgia for yeah, me. It's a good one. It's it's a good choice. Uh, worst for you? Oh, Batman and Robin easily. Batman and Robin, you hated that more than like sitting through the serials. Oh God, I forgot about the serials. (laughs) Okay, that's right. It would be the serials. Yeah, Yeah. the serial. Yeah, Batman and Robin, a close second though. Yeah, but okay, but you could sit through Batman and Robin and have a good time still, and and at least not fall asleep. (laughs) Nope. Yeah, I wouldn't fall asleep. I don't know about good time. I laugh at like five of those jokes, I think, at best. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And it's not... I'm sorry. I'm sorry to okay, your wife. I'm sorry. Also, also the serial is, uh, is, is just racist. Yeah. That's all there is to it. Yeah. It's not... It's not really a close close second. I had literally forgotten we had watched that. So. <laughs> that's how much you hated it. Uh, all right. Well, that's the show. Yep. I'm the green traveler from Gorsh. And I am the sexy Leon. Okay. Oh, shit. I'm faceless. And safe travels. Take it out. Green and Faceless on the Couch is a proud production of Fiction Works 19. Are you a fan of the show? Feel free to contact us at greenandfacelessfans at gmail.com or visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash greenandfaceless. Don't forget to comment, like, and subscribe, or rate us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for listening.